What is up? Coming to you live from Nostalgia Bookies Comics in San Diego, California. This is Dre's Geek Philosophy. The Monday edition. The Memorial Day edition. The We have five more times that we sleep before the East Los Angeles Comic Book Art and Pop Culture Expo. is. It's almost here. Our, our big show where we, 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 we unknowingly both showed up in uniform today. Because I wanted to make sure. I'm like, I got to make sure I'm wearing the cape. I'm just like, let me. Oh, I, I changed when I saw you. I had it back there. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I thought you were already wearing no, that today. No, 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 I changed. I thought you were wearing that one already on your own. You're like, oh, shit. No. He wore his. I better put on mine. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I changed. <laughs> oh, I totally thought you were wearing that. No, I, thought, no. I thought this was a coincidence. Not This is not on porpoise. No, no. We're both wearing our 2018 East LA Cape shirts because the 2019 East Los Angeles Comic Book Art and Pop Culture Expo is this Saturday. Mm -hmm. Coming up June 1st, El Gallo Plaza. We'll talk about more about that later in the show, but make sure you go to at EastLACape.com. If, if you're one of the people who only watches the first minute of this show, when, when I share this all to all the Facebook groups, and you're in the East LA area or in the Los Angeles area, you can come over to no. the other side of LA. It's a, it's a Saturday. Mm -hmm. There won't be that much traffic. East LA Cape, El Gallo Plaza, right in the heart of East Los, it's, uh, the El Gallo Plaza. 45, Seven, 45 Cesar, Cesar Chavez Avenue. Cesar Chavez Avenue. Avenida Cesar Chavez. Yeah. If you're from the freaking East LA, you know, if you want to, <laughs> if I want to get stereotypical up in this, is <laughs> what was it again? 45? 45, 45. 45, 45, Avenida Cesar Chavez, yo. Yo. You want to come down and chill with us? Because there's a fuckload of nerds in East Los, yo. Mm -hmm. There's a fuckload of nerds in East LA. There really is. <laughs> twinsies, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my, my lovely uh, fiance, Rosa Limon, right there chiming in. Yeah, we, we, we're twinsies yeah. today <laughs> for promoting the East LA Cape. Although, watching, if you're watching this on Facebook Live, it's backwards. It's going to mm -hmm. be East L E E P A C. That's right. That's true. It's backwards. I should have flipped the camera around. <laughs> God damn it! But then I wouldn't see all the wonderful comments from all of our from all of our people here. So let, let me just lead off before we talk more about the cape, the Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm -hmm. movie. I know this is a, a subject that actually bothered yeah. you. Yeah. When we talked about it last time, mm -hmm. because all the all the nerds were outraged that Sonic looked too human. Yeah. And and now it's it's been pushed back roughly four months to. Uh, to fix the, the to, to do all the CG to do the all CG they they're pushing it back to 2020. They, they originally November looks like it's gonna, it's going to land in that you know the the, the Deadpool Valentine's mm -hmm. area well, now it, it makes or sense. March. I mean like I, I was under the impression like I think I had the conspiracy theory that uh, it was all bullshit. And, like, the, the, it, it's all as they say in the wrestling business it was all a work. Yeah, like, it was all on purpose. They released the ugly looking Sonic. And then they, they, they push it back, yeah. and now they'll get much better reception yeah. when it does come out. Yeah, so, I mean, but it makes sense now, I mean, because literally, I don't know how they were going to try to keep that deadline, mm -hmm. uh, that de uh, that release date, and have to, like, because you, that movie doesn't look too CG heavy, I mean, mm -hmm. I guess, like, other than Sonic, I mean, you know, but still, I mean, it, 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 you're basically talking about redoing most of the movie, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, because, it will, it, we basically have to redo any scene that has Sonic in it with a brand new, you know. Yeah. CG character that looks more, as I was explaining to Rosa, like it looks more like an animated character rather than the weird, grotesque, tiny human. But, but how, okay, what, <laughs> with the human mouth and what, its normal human eyes. 
What are the chances that, that when, when we see the new Sonic, people are still going to be like, what is that? I'd say the <laughs> chances are pretty good. I'd say like <laughs> 70, 80% <laughs> right. that people were like, still not not good enough. Yeah. People won't get played. He, he doesn't have the one eyeball that's, con- that, that, yeah. that's connected with the freaking thing. It doesn't look like a girl. If it doesn't look exactly like the video game, or, yeah. or at least, or at best, if it doesn't look like the animated series one, I think the majority of nerds will still bitch. <laughs> I, I, you know what? And it's funny. I will even give you those odds that I feel mm-hmm. like even if it does look exactly like the anime one, mm-hmm. there'll be people that complain. <laughs> yeah, you know, there, 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 there will be a portion of people <laughs> still complaining. Oh, my God. And he isn't voiced by Steve Urkel. That's right. Because <laughs> for, for the young people who don't know, yeah. Yeah, the original Sonic cartoon was voiced by Jaleel White, a.k.a. Steve Urkel from Family Matters, if you're old enough to remember that show. Did I do that? Did I eat that chili dog? <laughs> and it's funny too, because we, talk, we had talked about it, and then um, I saw it in the theater. We went to go see Detective Pikachu, mm-hmm. and they showed it in front of the theater. They showed the Sonic trailer? I, the, 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 yeah. the ugly Sonic yeah. trailer? I remember sitting there, and I, don't, I think I just saw a screenshot. I don't even think I actually had seen the trailer prior to that. Mm-hmm. And we watched it in the theater, and I remember t- looking over at Joanna, I was like, it's not that bad. <laughs> like, it, doesn't, it doesn't bother me at all. <laughs> yeah, that's just, uh, you know, you, you're, you're, you're rather easy to please, Mr. P. Molini. <laughs> but uh, you, you're, you're not the typical angry nerd who's yeah. always mad about everything. Like, this sure. is stupid! Oh, rah, rah, rah. Much like the the outrage, you know, the fan outrage from Game of Thrones. Uh, yeah. And uh, I didn't get a chance to watch the... I, can't, I guess they, they revealed a bunch of behind-the-scenes stuff. Mm. And they, they, did, they did a kind of a documentary of, like, mm. oh, behind-the-scenes of Season 8. And, uh, and I saw right now, I was flipping through the Google tiles, and I was saying, oh, they explained a few things that weren't outright said. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'll get to that at, yeah, some, point. at some point. I'm like, I'm like, I'm tired of doing Game of Thrones talk, even yeah. though Game of Thrones talk did give us a lot of information. Oh, I see. A key at fam says double. Yeah, I know. I'm. I'm gonna get to that. I. I, I am. I am gonna get to double or nothing. Yes, because as we are a show that's all about DIY, yeah. we're all we're a show that's all about do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, all about the independent creators. You know, people creating their own thing. Uh, well, I, I guess we'll just jump jump to that for now. Uh, the guys at All Eat Wrestling, the Young Bucks, Cody Rhodes, or Cody can't call him Rhodes, and whatever, and all those boys, they they, they had their first big show as mm-hmm. their own company. I, I've talked about this before. Yeah. They have their little their, their YouTube show, mm-hmm. uh, Being the Elite, yeah. and then they, they've created, at the, the, the start of the year, they created a new company called All Elite Wrestling. It's being funded by uh, the, the son of an NFL team owner, and they're, they're trying to create an alternative to the current WWE product, which... It, in my opinion, it is shitty product. Right now. It, mm. It's not entertaining. They they're basically just masturbating. Mm. Uh, I was telling Rosa uh, while we were we we're having dinner, like, oh, they're they're kind of insulated from failure right now. WWE can basically do whatever they want because uh, Fox is going to give them a billion dollars over the next five years for the broadcast rights. They they're actually being treated like a legitimate sports entity yeah. now, much like you know the NBA or NFL commands you know billions and billions of dollars. Like oh, WWE is getting paid a billion dollars by Fox. Like this fall, um, the Fox Sports stuff. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Like, or no, it's actually going to be on Fox. No. Oh. Okay. Like uh, channel or, or yeah. here in Los Angeles, Channel Eleven. Yeah. Uh, Friday nights, WWE is going to be on Fox. <laughs> like you know the main channel. Yeah. And I guess they'll, they'll probably have other stuff on FS1 uh, and whatnot. Yeah. And uh, hold on, I forgot to do the the whole sharing, sharing thing. And I was, but the, the the problem, the problem with that is like now. They can basically do whatever they want because they just have guaranteed money. Yeah. And then the, the issue is, 
they're kind of putting out a really shitty product right now. It's not entertaining. Um, uh, uh, you know, a lot of other nerds would complain like there's no continuity <laughs> within the show right now. Yeah. It's just not fun. Like even myself and Kia and all of our friends, we watched WrestleMania and there was a couple of good moments, but it was like in seven hours of, of watching wrestling, there was maybe a, a good hour of like, all right, we're entertained. Yeah. Or the only other way we were entertained by it was, was our little prediction sheets. We were mm. making predictions all the time. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to predict how bad is this going to end? <laughs> and that's how we got ourselves through seven hours of WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. But it's a, uh, it is not fun. And yeah. so now these guys have been trying to prove, all right, they want to prove, Oh, that there are fans out there. And I think, and the biggest thing that they were doing lots of, they were doing lots, a lot of press over the weekend as well. They, they had their big show on Saturday. Kiet was there. I had the opportunity to go, but I just didn't want to drive to Vegas. Oh. <laughs> I didn't want to go. Yeah. Uh, our, our friend of the show, uh, Joshua, who was on the show, our Dragon Ball Z episode, yeah. like he, he, had, he had extra extra tickets, and he was like, hey, do you want to go? I'm like, no, well, I can't. I, you know. It's like we we had. I mean, we're we're getting ready for for we're we're getting ready ready for the East LA Cape. You know, the, yeah. the Saturday before, I was like, oh, no, I, I, you know. And then financially, it was just uh, yeah. not great. So, Kiet Fam says here he nearly died on the way back. I'm sure uh, if you were driving at you know midnight, <laughs> trying to do that three four hour drive from Vegas back to well, to the LA area, I'm sure that would have sucked. Yeah, because I was like, oh, like I, like logistically, I was thinking about. It. I'm like, oh man, because all right, the tickets would be like. 50 bucks each and then like and because I'd, I'd take my lady rosa with mm-hmm. me and so i'm like all right if we drive up there you know gas and like oh, i don't want to drive back in the middle of the night like like kiet probably had to do like yeah. we'd have to get a room and that'd be like 100 or 200 bucks whatever well, however much a vegas room costs like if we get a shitty room yeah, like, yeah, yeah. i was like oh we'll feel terrible and we're like sitting there sleeping and then I'm like uh, <laughs> like uh, how many hookers have fucked in this bed <laughs> yeah so you don't want that feeling and then all right something and I just thought, like, I was like, I was doing all the costs in my head. How much is this going to cost to do? I'm like, nah, I'll just read about it. Yeah. <laughs> and what's great is that, uh, uh, what's great is that, uh, on YouTube, you can just find highlights. There's people uh-huh. who just grab the stream illegally and, like, you know, before it gets taken down. Oh, cool. There, there's a guy, like, they condensed the, the four hours into 40 minutes and it just all the highlights. I'm like, okay, cool. This is good enough for me. <laughs> Because like if you wanted to order the the pay per view, oh my oh my god, it was like fifty bucks. Mm. Uh, this this harkened back to they they really brought back brought wrestling back to the nineties and like back when we had to pay yeah. forty fifty dollars for pay per views. Like holy Jesus! All right, give me one second. Boom. I should have done this earlier, but here I am doing it in the middle of the show. The, the, the great podcasting right here. Great podcasting. Yeah, that'll be good enough. So yeah, the, that that whole show will happen. But what's really cool is I'm saying, oh, and uh, Kiet says here, let's just say at the hotel the walls are paper thin. Oh, I bet poor Kiet had to hear other wrestling fans celebrate <laughs> oh. in various ways. Because you know, that's the great thing about this new company is like, yeah. there's a lot of female wrestling fans. Where like in the olden days, it was very much like 90 percent, ten percent. Yeah. Like and all the independent shows, like, like the shows I've taken Rosa to, like New Japan Pro Wrestling, Bar Wrestling, even if you go to PWG or whatever. It you know the the dynamics. I've said this before on the show. It's gone from like ninety ten to like it's kind of 50 50 now yeah. there's a there's literally an equal number of females to to dudes mm-hmm. at these shows so i bet what what kid had to hear was like uh, probably a lot of people celebrating <laughs> the, the the arrival of a uh, dean ambrose former wwe wrestler who he literally just quit wrestlemania 
he, he quit. He walked away from his contract. He debuted last night for this other company. Because oh. that's that's the other thing people are realizing that you know just because you're paid a lot of money, mm-hmm. that does not that, that that doesn't necessarily mean it's a good job. I, I, I'm sure a, a lot of people can relate to this. You know, you yeah. could be making a lot of money at a job, Dre at Disney. You'd be making a lot of money, yeah. but be incredibly unhappy, which that was Dre at Disney. Yeah. <laughs> I was pretty unhappy. I had a shitty boss. Yeah. And right now at WWE, there's a lot of wrestlers who are unhappy because their boss is really shitty. <laughs> Vince McMahon, I don't give a fuck. It's still 1989 in my brain. <laughs> what do you mean women have rights? You know, that, that's yeah. basically what's going on in crazy yeah. old, like, and crazy old Vince McMahon. And you see all, all these things about how people, like, oh, I guess a. One of the wrestlers was saying, like, oh, the um, the problem with this man is, oh, it's not that he doesn't take any ideas. He takes everybody's ideas. And he's, like, listening. Okay, he takes everyone's suggestions. So, you know, professional wrestling is predetermined. We, yeah. we never use the yeah. word fake because I've seen too many wrestling injuries. Yeah. I've shown you too many videos of people getting hurt. <laughs> like, wrestling is not fake. But it is predetermined. It is still a story. Mm-hmm. No, nothing unlike watching a TV show or watching a movie. There is a predetermined, yeah. you know, outcome. But what's happening is like instead of having these scripts that are written and prepared, there there are times in WWE where they are literally changing the script right before they go live on television, <laughs> kind of like what I do all the time. Ha ha ha! But and then that leads to creative um, creative frustration. That's why this one wrestler he's a big he was a champion. This guy he was Dean Ambrose in uh, in WWE, and then he walked away. From his uh, from his contract because he was not creatively fulfilled. He's yeah. like, nope. And then, like they're offering him here, here's a shitload of money because they're about to get two hundred million dollars a year for the next five years. And then the Saudis keep giving him filthy blood money yeah. every six months to go <laughs> good as you, I'm sure you saw yeah. in John Oliver. You know, yeah. Oh, like the filthy the Saudi blood money every <laughs> every six months. Here's fifty million dollars. Bring all your old wrestlers out of retirement <laughs> for for the enjoyment of our princes. <laughs> they're they're financially yeah. insulated, so it doesn't matter if the product's good. And then there's this mentality where, like, I, I swear, Vince is not with the times. Because a lot of people, you know, people bitch about continuity. Um, Game of Thrones. Let's, let's, I'm fortunate with the circle back to that. People really bitched about the continuity about yeah. Game of Thrones. And people bitch about continuity and all sorts of things. Vince McMahon, in his mind, he thinks, oh, no one remembers what happened last week. It doesn't matter what happened last week or two weeks ago. Nobody remembers. No, fuckhead. The internet always remembers. <laughs> <laughs> the North remembers, and so does the fucking internet. Because they'll do stuff where characters will do things that make no sense. Like, wait, but that guy hated that other guy two weeks ago. Now they're friends? No, that doesn't make plot sense. Yeah. And that's where, like, you know, people get frustrated. You know, you, you, you're pissing off your core demographic. Like, it, it's it's bad enough to try to get a casual person to watch. Because back in the 90s, everyone was a wrestling fan. Yeah. Everyone loved Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock and Goldberg and all that stuff that was going on. There was two companies and everybody was all, like... People were really into it. Yeah, I, I remember because I've always been a wrestling fan, and I remember that was like the time where like ev- everyone's into it now. This is weird. <laughs> I used to have to like hide this from people. Yeah, I'm like, it's okay to be a wrestling fan now. Much like now, it's like it's okay to like comic books. <laughs> what is this world that I am in? And but now, like a lot, a lot of those fans have disappeared, and yeah. that's what this company, AEW. Their main focus is trying to find those people who liked wrestling in the late 90s, early 2000s. They're, they're doing that in their press. They're like, oh, we want the lapsed fan to come back. We're trying to be exciting. So this show that they did on Saturday night was, oh, 
when we had two, the two brothers, Cody fought his brother Dustin. They had this really crazy match, and his brother blood buckets. It was like it was really crazy. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, oh, and then like you had all these super athletic matches, and then you had these other super violent matches, and it was like this really cool flow. Like if you're into professional wrestling, the show was really good. I'm hoping that they that they do eventually do like a little streaming service, and that way I can just go back and watch the whole thing in its entirety. It was great because they did the first hour for free on YouTube, and I watched that, and that was a lot of fun. And that's the cool thing about these guys, and like. And today they still did. They, they do their uh, little. Uh, they do a YouTube show. It's very DIY. Like okay. well, it's the two brothers. One of the brothers is basically holding up an i. They film it all on an iPhone. They're just like filming the entire show, and they did a whole behind the scenes of everything that was going on. Because there's also a, a wrestling convention going on at the same mm-hmm. time. This other guy who does podcasts, he organizes every time they do a big show. He organizes a big convention at the same time. Yeah. So like, oh, there's all this money. It's all DIY. You know what's also DIY, what's Pete Molini? What's that? The East LA Cape. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's kind of what we're doing, but on a smaller scale. Mm-hmm. Like, we see the big conventions mm-hmm. that do not cater to the regular fan. Yeah. All these conventions only cater to freaking people with money. Yeah. Oh, and they, they cater to people who want to buy convention exclusives or well, they want to... Meet a celebrity or something. Exactly. Yeah. You, took, you literally took the words mm-hmm. right out of my mouth. They just want to meet celebrities. Yeah. The the, the comic is gone from the comic yeah. convention. And that's what the East LA Cape mm-hmm. is. The like East LA is puts the comic back yeah. in that. And that, we can't use Comic-Con, so we call it a cape. cape yeah. A comic book, art, and pop culture expo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah that, that's our whole thing, man. Like, it's like... It's funny, like I, I'm not gonna name names, but like mm. there was a, a, a convention a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I saw that was the biggest complaint, was that they were saying that... The vendors that were there were saying that, you know, like, they, for every... It was like one in ten was an independent comic creator mm-hmm. of all the guests there, and it was just like that's insane. You think about it because it sounds like the old those old Wizard World shows yeah. back in the day where it's like oh it's D list D list celebrity D list celebrity a retired pro wrestler retired pro yeah. wrestler <laughs> guest star on a show yeah and so like our, our whole thing has always been about well, just focusing on comic books especially like independent comic books because because you know like um, sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Got a call in the middle of the show. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for calling Dre's Geek Philosophy. <laughs> but yeah, you you know you have all these because uh, uh, independent comic creators. It's hard, man. Because even at big shows, like even they get a table at a San Diego Comic Con mm-hmm. or you know uh, Kamikaze or mm-hmm. you know WonderCon, mm-hmm. they're not showcased. Like they're, they're no. put in the corner somewhere. Yeah, and, you know. l- literally at the I'm, uh, as far as I remember, the last time I went to Comic Con in 2012, Artist Alley. Like if like let's say on this sheet of paper, I know this is terrible for our audio listeners. If this is the whole convention center, it was like the lower right-hand corner was con- was Artist Alley. Yeah. And like all the cool stuff's over here in the middle. All yeah. the things everyone's looking for, all the celebrities and all the movie trailers mm-hmm. and all the TV shows and all this stuff, That's all over here. Artist Alley is like down here. I mean, it's like a handful of tables. And it's not... I remember all the times I went down there, it was not hard to navigate. If you yeah. wanted to talk to some creators, you could because yeah. there was barely anyone there because all the people that... These these big conventions cater to are just collectors, yeah, or freaking uh, collectible poachers. I want to call yeah, them, yeah, you know, freaking these yeah. these uh these like eBay sellers mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not sure if there's a, like a better term for this. Scal- <laughs> like I don't want to call them scalpers. I just you know that's like the tickets, but yeah. you know these people are just like predators, yeah, <laughs> collectible collectible predators. <laughs> That, that was, I'm Chris Hanson. I'm Chris Hanson <laughs> to catch a collectible reseller. Oh, resellers. Yes, resellers. There you go. Thank you. That that's the formal term that was. See, too many concussions. Yeah. I'm not a pro wrestler, but I've had a lot of concussions. 
But yeah, that was always our goal. It was to create a show for independent comics. Yeah, and that's what the East yeah. LA comic book art and pop culture is. The first mm-hmm. year, we were the East LA Comic Con, which was very nice and convenient. But we wanted to make sure we didn't piss yeah. off the that big company in yeah. San, Di- San Diego. And yeah, I, I've been doing a lot of interviews this, this past week. And so mm-hmm. we always bring that up. It's like, they always ask, like, okay, what? Why did we even start calling ourselves that originally? And, mm-hmm. I, and I always say the same thing. It's like, I feel like myself and like 90% of America like didn't realize that, they, that that was a trademark term. Yeah. And I just thought it was what you call the comic convention. You know? That's like, what I've always thought growing up. Yeah. They were just, you know, if you open up any comic book from the 80s, yeah. there's a whole list of comic cons. Yeah. <laughs> there was the Baltimore Comic Con <laughs> at, the, at the airport Hilton. There was, the L- there was an LA Comic Con yeah. at the LA Hilton. Yeah. And it was always like, well, they were mostly on the East Coast, a lot mm-hmm. of them, right? It was like New Jersey Comic Con and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then the, the big New York Comic Con, which still is called that, yeah. even though... I'm sure they probably either pay off San Diego or San Diego doesn't want to go after them. Yeah, some of that. Yeah, but that that was a phrase mm-hmm. that we just, was, just, just it, I, we thought was just common vernacular, mm-hmm. not a trademark term by Comic Con International. <laughs> it turned out it was for a long time, but mm-hmm. just, someone had to piss them off enough. To yeah, it, well, they <laughs> they never enforced it yeah. until it was it. I, I think we've told this story. Yeah. It was it was the Salt Lake Comic Con. Yeah. Where they literally they did the you know how they the, the trucks where it's just literally just an advertisement yeah they were driving in front of yeah of, of the San Diego Convention Center during San Diego Comic Con like trying and then uh, Comic Con International was pissed because oh they're trying to infringe they're trying to say that oh Salt Lake Comic Con is associated with San Diego Comic Con which is not because yeah. Comic Con International only runs three shows yeah they run San Diego Comic Con they run the WonderCon they run the Alternative Press Expo yeah. up north. In yeah. San Francisco, mm-hmm. and those are the only three shows that Comic Con International. Those are official yeah. Comic Cons. Everyone else kind of got away with it because they never enforced it. But after Salt Lake City pissed them off, now they're starting to enforce it. Yeah. And you see, like Phoenix now, because Phoenix just had their show like the, this this past weekend, yeah, it was and they're a fan they, fest. Yeah, like fan fest now. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I, they, they've changed their name every year. It feels yeah. like because <laughs> I saw another name, uh, uh, a mutual acquaintance of both of ours was down there, you know, meeting a, a whole bunch of cosplayers, mm-hmm. and I was like. Did that show change its name again? <laughs> I think it was like just Expo at one point. Yeah. It, was, it was Comic Expo. Or Comic Expo, and I think that might have been like. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, that's trademarked by some. Uh, uh, probably. I mean. So now that, they're that like was, Phoenix was, Fan Fest. Yeah. Now. Phoenix Fan Fest. Yeah, because I think I felt well. No, they were Comic Fest. Comic Fest. I remember, and then people were making fun mm-hmm. of that because they were like, "It sounds like a comedy like event." Right. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> So now they, they changed it to Fan Fest. Fan Fest, yeah. Which is like, oh, it's, is it a place where you get a lot of ceiling fans? Yeah, right. A lot of, like, there's Dyson there with all their fancy fans. <laughs> blowing air yeah. with no blades. This is weird. But yeah, so, like, so yeah, like we said, like, this is... But the like... cape is, it's very focused. I think what's really great, and I think what people have enjoyed, like, we, mm-hmm. we've done it for the last two years, and this is the third year run that we've done it. You actually get to interact with local artists, mm-hmm. people from around here, and people, actual independent creators. And those creators get to meet a lot of fans and a lot of people who've never seen their yeah. work. The, no, the story definitely. I love to tell is our, our, our friend, uh, Monstro. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he's, he was concerned about, oh, he only had the same products from the year before. Yeah. And he still did good because there was new people who had never seen yeah. his work before. Oh, yeah, which is awesome. He, he, we're helping a lot of people who would not normally have a place or a voice. You know, yeah. They would get lost in the shuffle at a big Comic-Con at our show. They are the focus. Mm-hmm. All these people. And then there's a lot of other, like, independent creators, people who create things. I always uh, go back to that uh, the Street Dreams guy. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that guy has really cool stuff. 
they're freaking all the perler beads. Yeah, yeah. And then we have all these. I always like trip out on his stuff because yeah. like, he has all kinds of cool stuff. And he has like mm-hmm. he, he's had a big booth at both at both of the shows. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, whoa, that's like really cool. I can't. I mean, I don't have the money to buy that kind of cool <laughs> stuff. But I'm like, there's people, but they're yeah, doing oh, yeah. well. Oh yeah. Hey, he's coming back. They're coming back this year. He's coming back again yeah. this year. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's all he's like cool. And then and then what we and then. A story that I really wanted to tell today was like when we went to promote the Cape mm-hmm. at, the, at the Long Beach Comic Con this mm-hmm. past uh, in September, I think, or August, or no, it was yeah. September, right? It was September. Yeah. We, we did that. We did that show, yeah. and then we saw other people from our show there. Yeah. It's oh, cool! Like people who probably would not have gone out on their own and done it. Like you know, they got to learn how to do it. They 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 got confidence from you. Know, oh, okay, they succeeded at this little at our little show. Now they're trying. At a bigger yeah, show, where yeah. like they might they might not have tried that. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. You know, like and we we help give confidence to creators as yeah, well. Yeah, because we, we, that was the one thing I really enjoyed the fact mm-hmm. to find out. Like I didn't even realize that. Mm-hmm. Like it never like crossed my mind uh, the first year. It wasn't until the second year I found mm-hmm. out that a lot of these people that I would I would start following them mm-hmm. because they did the show. Mm-hmm. You see all these events they were doing. And then when Archer came around again, mm-hmm. they'd be like, "Oh yeah, I'm returning. This was my first show." Yeah, and that's and that, where they got their start. Yeah, you know? and that always trips me out. Like you know, I was like, "Oh wow," like because they would. I don't know. Like we, help make, we, we help uh, make their break. Yeah, know? right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot of fun, you know, man. And it's, it's, it's for the community, like, you know, like, um, both, like, the geek community and the, you know, surrounding still, Yeah, you it, know? it's both, you know, because, you know, there's a lot of local Hispanic artists. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we don't, we never, we don't want to take that claim. Our, our friend Javier Hernandez, yeah. he's at the Latino Comics Expo. Like, our show, it's, it's very, I mean, we're very inclusive it's yeah. everybody yeah everyone yeah. <laughs> anyone and everyone who mm-hmm. is a creator in you know in the los angeles area it's not just east la but it's all of la i mean it, you know it's located in east la but yeah. it represents los angeles as a whole yeah we have vendors coming from all over yeah. right mm-hmm. even some from out of state right yeah some from like like portland mm-hmm. and seattle and like it's, it's mm-hmm. crazy man it's, yeah, I think that's kind of like the thing that trust me about the most is that, you know, we have people coming from out of state like you know like i always I, when we first started doing this mm-hmm. i always thought it was going to be like Oh, I live in the area. I'm gonna come and do this thing. You know, like mm. not I'm coming from Orange County <laughs> to do this thing. Right, you know? exactly. Because like, there, you know, we, we're fortunate in Los Angeles. Yeah. There's a lot of creators who live in this area. You yeah. Know? Especially like up in the Pasadena, Burbank mm-hmm. area, because you know you have a lot of animation and a lot of like you know, Marvel Comics is based up there now. Yeah. DC moved their operations from New York to here, but then a lot of them have been like remote here. You know. Yeah. Like you know, Wildstorm originated in Orange County and then moved up here. You know, yeah. there's a lot of. I remember always hearing stories like uh, Tim Sale, the artist famous for his uh, Batman Long Halloween. He lives in Pasadena. Yeah, he goes to one of our uh, the, the sh- sto- shops that we're friends with up there. You know, there's a lot of people in this area, to, you know, who do pr- create comic books, who yeah. create all this stuff. So it's it's great to the people who are not super famous get a a venue to show their wares yeah. and to you know, cr- and it's not even just about selling their stuff. It's about creating new fans. Yeah. it's not oh, even yeah, just definitely. that initial purchase. It's about the them getting discovered by people and then it's not even just that purchase but it's having someone follow them yeah because I'm sure it's like even social media wise all these people picked up lots of followers lots of fans lots mm-hmm. of people who who now is like oh cool I like that work like when, when Rosa you know she showed up <laughs> for the last hour and she was walking and she saw so much cool shit mm-hmm. and like just blew her away I remember the, the, that one artist who like who was hidden behind the pillar in that oh, one yeah. room who did the best? Apparently, did the best out of everyone in yeah. that room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> even though she was, it, it, it was a testament to like it's not about where you are in the show; it's about how you yeah. interact with people. If, yeah. you, if you're engaged with people, then you'll get a lot more sales. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Javier Hernandez, he did the show for the first time last year, and he loved it. I yeah. mean, he was just like, 
I, I, I recall how he was over the moon. Yeah. I mean, he was oh, so yeah. happy. He's like, I want to be there back at that same. He wants to be in that exact same yeah. spot <laughs> at that same venue mm-hmm. this year. And I'm sure you've accommodated yeah, him yeah, yeah. <laughs> as a fr- friend of the show. <laughs> friend of the show. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. And it's, it's really fun, man. And we're, we're, we're always experimenting with it. We're mm-hmm. always, you know, playing around with it. The first year, it was just, you know, the, the one hall mm-hmm. thing. And then this, in the second year, we went outdoors. We expanded to like, you know, we went from like 60 something vendors to like almost 100 vendors yeah. the second year. And now <laughs> this year, we're like, we're trying to like. Now it's somewhere in the middle because now we're like a 90 something. Mm-hmm. But like, we have, uh, this year we have panels. We have panel rooms. We have a panel room and we have like. It, it, it's... We, have, we have a room with with, get, with, with special guests. Well, yeah. Right. We, we have a special guest room, but it's it's the, the women of Glow, you know, yeah. the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Mm-hmm. The, they, they, they've obviously experienced a resurgence with the Netflix show. Yeah. So now they're, they're, they're turning around and we managed to uh, one of our guys you know managed to rope them in yeah <laughs> to do an appearance for us here so, so they're gonna you know it, it's kind of crazy man i think that they have like it's gotten so big you know we're, <laughs> like, we're gonna have to build our own convention center uh, we, keep we, keep, we keep making that joke that we're gonna have to like find some like empty some empty warehouse yeah. and convert that into the east la convention center <laughs> it, it's getting there it's really getting there <laughs> Just to, to, to accommodate, yeah. like, because, like, we, like, uh, you, you get all these people who apply to become, you know, vendors mm. to the show. It's like you have to turn away all these people. Yeah. But, you know, it, it, it's cool. It's still, it's still reasonably manageable, but, you know, right. I think it's just, um, it gets bigger every year. Like, we, keep, yeah, I, I, we keep I, I experimenting. Know. We keep, like, you know, I, my favorite thing is like that. That first year, right? It's like, we, like, we, we honestly didn't expect, like, no. more than, like, 500. Like, it, it, no, I like, if 500 people show up, that was going to be, like, oh, success. No. All right. If, if, oh, no. I, like, I've been doing all these interviews mm-hmm. last week, and I keep telling people, if 100 people showed up, I would have been happy. Right. Like, I'd have been like, oh, cool. Because it was all grassroots. Yeah. It, was it was all like, you know, like, we didn't know what was going to happen, you know. And then, we didn't put up a billboard anywhere. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't, like, it wasn't any, like, crazy marketing. It was yeah. just like, oh, it, it was all DIY. It was like, it was all social media. It was mm-hmm. all, like. And we had, like, almost 3,000 people show up that first year. <laughs> and, yeah, we were not. I mean, I had to corral all that. <laughs> I mean, we were not prepared for that at all. Like, <laughs> That poor venue like, was like it was overwhelmed, and then like last year we had you know the weather issues, but we still had like almost a thousand people yeah. show up last year. And it was just, it was with just... rain and Mother's Day and all sorts of you know yeah. like we had all these things working against us last year, and we still like you know put a thousand people in that place. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, it's it's yeah. <laughs> like, like this year, it's like maybe we'll be somewhere in the middle. Yeah. That's why I keep telling I keep yeah. telling Pete. You know, we've been doing all the planning for the last year. It's like if we land somewhere in the middle, like you know, fifteen hundred to two thousand people, where it's like it's not super crowded. Like year one, where it's just a big sardine can for yeah. nerds, and then year two was like this is not as crazy. Yeah. Like everyone's kind of like, but everyone like the, the the point I always want to make from last year, like all the vendors still did really well because yeah. now there was space to walk around. <laughs> I think the first year yeah. we had we we're jamming people in there, but I think people were just coming out as quickly as they were going in because like I can't walk around. Yeah. <laughs> there are so many people in here. Yeah, and like last year, people were able to spend because they were they were able to spend a lot of quality time with the people walking through and spend the money. Yeah. That's another thing too that we always talk about like that. That's it's very important. It's something that um, as long as we can, it will never change. Is the fact that like it's it's free admission. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's free admission, and we really want to push that because uh, one, it helps. You know, you can bring your whole family. You can bring yeah. all the family. Everyone, no one. Yeah, you know, like, you know yeah. everyone gets ex- included, and it also helps if you don't have to pay 
twenty thirty dollars to mm-hmm. get in. You that's have that. another twenty bucks that you can spend on the creators inside yeah. the, the the venue. You know, and I think that's that's always a big thing. I think. I think it's lost on some people. Yeah, <laughs> it gets it gets lost. It's like wait, like we're you know, we're trying to get as many people to come in. Yeah, because you know trying to go like if you try to go to Comic Con, like if you let's say San Diego Comic Con, it's like a hundred something bucks for the four day power or it's like, is it like come to the point where it's like 40 50 bucks a day now i think it's closer to 200 now 200 for a four day pass I think so yeah see that that's how out of touch i am like i think the last time i paid for a pass it was like 120 for the four days no yeah i think it's i was it's, like i was out seven years ago yeah. i'm pretty sure it's like 200 bucks now that's insane yeah. and like if you want to go because people i because i still now that it's funny now that now that you know comic books are so in vogue there's all these people who never thought about going to comic-con now they all these people I talk to, they want to go, and I'm like, no. I'm like, don't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, find smaller shows. No. There's other shows you can go to. Yeah. That, that, that's just like, that's there. There, there is no joy to be had there. <laughs> going down there, it seems really cool. Like, watch it on the internet. Yeah. All the cool stuff will come out online. Yeah. And all the all the all the stuff, the, all the reasons where why we would go before in the olden days yeah. is just like. Your thumb is gonna hurt from clicking on the people counter. Oh yeah, I got I gotta find my old people counter. <laughs> I gotta find the, the people counter I had last year. No, that's right, that's right. It's gonna be fun, man. I, I think this, people are gonna be real excited. I mean, yeah, like I said, the free admission is, is such a big deal. Yeah, yeah. like you, you can bring everyone. You don't yeah. have to like yeah, because like it's like some of the other shows, like if you try to go to like a, when, whatever Ace Comic Con now when they when they come around or whatever, like oh it's like. Thirty bucks ahead. You want you have a family of five. That's one hundred fifty bucks. Are that you're already shelling out just to get it. to get into the doors? Like yeah. no, no, we we're providing you mm-hmm. a classic comic convention experience. Yeah, not unlike the the experiences that we had when we were younger. Yeah, when we we'd go to the to the, to the Marriott or the yeah. L A Hilton, uh, downtown L A Hilton, uh, downtown Hilton, <laughs> or the the airport airport Hilton. I love, I love was it uh, the the first year when we uh, we were putting the tables out, mm-hmm. and uh, I remember I remember. The first year I was very uh, wary, like up until the the day before, where I was like, "We're really gonna do this, okay, <laughs> right?" And then it, it, once we put the tables out, I looked. I'm like, "All right, this looks like a comic con from the '90s." Mm-hmm. I, I had a big smile on my face, yep. and I was like, oh, "That's all I wanted." <laughs> I remember like the, the first real con I went to uh, was a uh, it was with the original boss of Comic Galaxy. There was one day where like we just left the other guy at the store, and he took, and we went to I believe it was like Pasadena or something. Mm-hmm. We went to Pasadena, the Pasadena Convention Center. Yeah. And uh, then there it was like a, a full camera because he wanted to go walk around and go buy some stuff for the store. And mm-hmm. I was just, I was like blown away. I was like, although back then that was still when like the when the trading cards were still oh, a really big thing. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was like half comics, half trading yeah, cards. Yeah. But I remember being blown away. It was like, oh wow, it was gonna be. It was oh, I was so cool like mm-hmm. the experience like an older style con mm-hmm. where like there was people, but it wasn't like San Diego where you're just like walking around like. Yeah. Especially, I mean, I'm a big guy. Yeah. I'm, I'm tall and I'm wide. It's hard for me to get around. <laughs> I'm like knocking people with my shoulders or yeah. I'd be hitting them with my backpack. I'm like, sorry, sorry. And then, oh, yeah, and then, uh, as Rosa notes, because Rosa, my fiance, is also on the on the committee. We're going to try to live stream. Yeah. Because uh, we're going to have, pa- this year, uh, mm-hmm. a new thing. We're going to have panels. Yeah. Something yeah. We've, we've been trying to like figure yeah. out. <laughs> that, that's been a... I, it, I, I think we're still trying to figure it out, so we'll see. Yeah. We're, we're still we're we're five we're five nights away from yeah. from the show, and we're still trying to make sure we have panels. Yeah, is it gonna have to be? I'm gonna have to like do a panel like impromptu. I it might be. It might be. <laughs> is it gonna have to like summon me? Like, all right, we're doing a live Dre's Geek Philosophy right here from the East LA Cape. Oh, I, I didn't want to have to do that because I figured yeah. I'm gonna have other responsibilities during the show. Uh, well, we'll see. We'll see. It, it's 
I don't know. It just it's, it's like again, it's new, so you know, it's just trying to figure stuff. It's out. It's like we 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 we, yeah. we toyed around with it the first yeah. few years. Like, no, we don't have the space. We we, yeah. we need space for the vendors. And then this time, we're like, screw it. We're giving up our break room. To, yeah, <laughs> we're basically giving up our break room to have a panel room. Yeah, <laughs> this time around, so we'll see, the uh, place where us and the volunteers could hide from the convention. Now we have. <laughs> We have nowhere we can hide this yeah, year. No there is no break room. Yeah. We're going to have to like depend on, on, on your, your parents. We're going to hide behind the table where your parents <laughs> are stationed. True. That's true. Because Pete, like his parents, get into it. Yeah. Like, uh, is your dad looking forward to it? Oh, he's, he's very excited. Because <laughs> Pete's dad, because like, we, we're going to have, because like, like last year, we, every year we have a shirt. Yeah. Uh, the, the first year shirt was cool. Second year shirt, I thought this shirt was pretty awesome. Yeah. We have the, year, the, the new shirts are over there. We're not going to show them. You got to <laughs> come down to the show and see them. You want to see the shirt? You want to see the the the, the, the 2019 East LA Cave shirts? Uh, your your dad and your mom mm-hmm. are at the very front. They they're out there like carnival barkers. <laughs> they are <laughs> verbally assaulting people. Your dad he he takes such great pleasure <laughs> in just getting at people. Hey, you want a shirt, don't you? <laughs> yeah, because he... your dad was a bully, right? <laughs> your dad was a bully in high school, so he get, he, he, get, he he gets to scratch that bully itch. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and force people to buy t-shirts. I mean, he, they have fun. They have fun. <laughs> I can't know because it's uh, just wa- watching your dad work. Uh, that was one of the singular joys I had last year. <laughs> like watching your yeah. dad just like disassemble people verbally. <laughs> well, what's your excuse? Why don't you want to buy a shirt? Yeah. <laughs> your dad just ravages. He's like the, the glee that he has. <laughs> It brought me such joy just watching your dad work. Like, it was funny. I think it was uh, right for the second one. Mm-hmm. Me and Rudy did a podcast with uh, with Santos, uh, mm-hmm. Han, Han Cholo. Han Cholo, Mon- Monkey Monsters yeah. cosplay. And Shout I remember, out to him. And I remember it was really funny. We were talking about the show, and he was like, "Yeah, he goes, it's really cool. It's, it's very East LA." He goes, "You even have the the mean old man trying to sell you a T-shirt in the front." And I was like, "That's my dad. That's <laughs> my dad. That's Pete's dad. <laughs> That's how East LA this show is." <laughs> Not only is it an angry dude, it's also the organizer's dad out there going, you know what I man? Buy a fucking shirt. You know you fucking want a shirt. But they have fun. They have fun with that. So. Yeah, yeah, your your whole family is just uh, the, 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 the. yeah. They're they're all probably going to be there this year because. Uh... Uh, there isn't a cheerleading the, 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 the cheer season is over I think so it's like uh, <laughs> oh because like last time the cheer season was still going because we were our, our, the last, last year's show was on Mother, Mother's Day weekend <laughs> Mother's Day weekend because <laughs> our previous our previous uh, show date was taken by another con that shall not be named yeah and then, <laughs> and then uh, we we wanted to avoid Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, that's, Memo- fine. that's not a good idea. No, I, I think it's a good idea because it was fucking raining all fucking weekend. <laughs> As I drove the rain on Sunday, yeah. uh, yesterday, I was like, "Fuck, man, I'm glad we didn't." My well, one of them, I'm glad we didn't do the show this weekend. And two, fuck, this rain better stay the fuck away. <laughs> Next Saturday, yeah. fuck that. Yeah. That's all I can think about. I was I, driving. I, I, was, I, I was doing errands yesterday. Yeah. I was out buying stuff. I was like, oh man, it better not fucking rain on Saturday. <laughs> I mean, I keep looking, I keep checking, and it keeps it, it. It gets a little cooler, but it doesn't look like rain. So, well, let's use the handy dandy uh, freaking uh, <laughs> the handy uh, Apple weather app. It says right now Saturday, high of seventy, low of fifty-seven, partly cloudy. Boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Yeah, it, it should be fine. It should. Be it fine. should be fine. I mean, you know, if we if we get a nice like you know breezy. See, that's the cool thing. If, mm-hmm. if we have a nice breezy day, it'll be perfect. It'll, like we avoid the 
the sweltering heat of yeah. 28, uh, 2017, yeah. and then the, the rain, rain of, of 2018. Yeah, it'd be nice and then, if we wind up somewhere in the middle for the yeah. 2019 show, I think that'll be ideal. I mean, well, with our luck, we're probably get hit with a tornado or something. Like right? That, like, <laughs> this is like the, the first recorded tornado in East Los Angeles history has hit right in El Gallo Plaza. Yeah. But we'll see. I mean, there's, there's, there's nerds and comic books flying everywhere. <laughs> there's one Baldwin going, what the fuck? Yeah, I, I, you know, I just think it's, uh, it's, always, it's, always, it's always something. There's so, always something. Yeah. There's always yeah. got to be a, a twist or yeah, some always... sort of curveball <laughs> yeah. to, 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 to cause us a little bit of a anxiety, stress, whatever you want to call it, yeah. day of show. Yeah. But it'll be fine. It'll be I fine. think. I think a year one, you know, just like being hot as hell and mm-hmm. seeing the line wrap around the block. Because yeah. that was so weird too. Because it was like it was early in May. It was like what? That was just no, like the 20th. it was like the twentieth. I think so, yeah. it was twentieth. Yeah, but it was hotter than hell, dude. Like, <laughs> like where, where, where did this heat come yeah. from? I'm like, it has not been hot at all. And all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm I'm running back to my car for sunscreen. I'm like, oh shit, my bald head. <laughs> I'm the cook. Yeah, and then. then yeah, then it rained. Last it rained year. last year. I mean, all well, the, it, it rained. Okay, it rained in the morning, it, scared the shit out of everyone, and it was just gloomy the rest of the day. Yeah. The rain never came back. Yeah, but it, that rain scared the fuck out of everyone. Yeah, that was because well, like well, most of our vendors sell paper products. Yeah, so water <laughs> and paper do not mix. I, I remember I had to do a last minute errand, and I was driving. I was I, I just got back to the house. Mm-hmm. As leaving the house, and one of the vendors called me, and mm. she's like, "It's raining." I'm like, "It's not raining. I was just outside." And I walked. I was like, "Oh shit, it's raining." It's raining. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, it's raining. Uh, and we we're like, pull, we we're pulling tables in. Like Patrick was running around, like, "Oh shit, oh shit." He's like, "Working with the paper towels and like trying, mm. like, oh, let's wipe down these tables." <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> well, unexpected downfall. Yeah, but it. It should be fine this year. It should be fine this year. It's later in the year. I mean, yeah. It's later. It, it, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll find out the hard way. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. And it'll yeah. be fine, as you always say. Yeah. It'll be fine. Exactly. So it's uh, this Saturday. This Saturday, 11, June 1st. 11 to 7. 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. If you are in the Los Angeles area, I'm sure my podcast listeners, I don't know if, well, we get a lot of listeners during the week. If you're in the Los Angeles area, El Gallo Plaza, it's where... Avenida Cesar, Ch- <laughs> my tongue can just get out of the way. Avenida Cesar Chavez and the 710 Freeway, mm-hmm. right there, like kind of like the like a little bit of downtown East Los, like kind yeah. of like or Old Town. It feels more like an yeah. Old Town East LA, right yeah. there. I think it, I don't know. It's called one or the other. I don't know what it's called. It might be Old Town East LA. Yeah, because yeah. all, all the architecture there is yeah. very old. Yeah, the, the building we're in is a hundred years old. Yeah, so. the, the, <laughs> the El Gallo Plaza. <laughs> And then, since everyone always likes to remind us, wasn't this a mortuary? Yeah. <laughs> Every, it's been year one. The whole day, yeah. like, is it? Wow, this place looks pretty good for me. It used to be a mortuary. It's not a mortuary anymore. <laughs> Young ladies have their kids of years in here. People get married in here now. People get married in this place. <laughs> Dre might get married in that place. I might get married in that place if we can swing a discount. If we can get old man Jesus to <laughs> hook it up, <laughs> to hook it up, maybe me and Rosa will get married at the Agua Plaza. <laughs> but yeah, it's why we only have like one. There's only one guy that has a real issue with it. Oh really? There's this one dude who like uh, he, he refuses to be inside. He doesn't want to go inside because he says, "Well, to be fair, he said his grandfather had his uh, wig there." So you know what? That's fair. Yeah. 
There's a parade of laughs from Rosa as uh, the the 30 second delay catches up <laughs> to my, my not getting married there joke. But yeah, so well, one of the vendors like so. Yeah, no, no, the vendor. He's just a dude. Like he just he comes. He came. I think he came the first year, and then he realized where it was at, and he was like, "Oh no, like, I can't go in there." I hope my 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 wrestling compadre because. <laughs> There's a dude who, who every year he's worn like a, a a wrestling a Japanese wrestling shirt and I'm always like nerd out with him and when when we did the live announcement of uh, of the show he was he happened to be eating breakfast across the street uh, that's funny and he saw us on Instagram because Rosa and I did the yeah. Instagram live and you you and uh, Rudy did the Facebook live yeah. and he saw us and he was running across the street hey <laughs> I saw you guys on Instagram he was having breakfast with his family or yeah, something funny. and he ran across the street to go talk to come talk to us. <laughs> That's awesome. I was like, hey, it's my wrestling compadre. You have the the, the Naito shirt. Tranquilo! <laughs> that's cool. Man. It's a community thing, man. It really is. Like the, it really is. I, 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 that's the thing that's like most fun about mm-hmm. it. Because apparently uh, my, Rosa and I, uh, our neighbors, they, they know us. <laughs> they, they, I think they saw me wearing the shirt from mm-hmm. uh, from Free Comic Book Day. And then they talked to us like, wait. You guys, oh, he's the guy from the East LA Cape? That's funny. <laughs> like, oh, like they, they, our neighbors in Montebello. Yeah. They know about yeah. it. That's pretty cool. Right. I tell you, like, I, I kept, it spreads. Yeah, and I tell you, like, I, I got recognized in Almani one mm-hmm. time and then, uh, and then in Monterey Park. It happens all, it's so crazy. I mean, it, 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 we, we have about like a couple thousand people following the thing. So, I mean, on Facebook, it, yeah. It so. has to be, right? <laughs> it's a thing. It, 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 it's yeah. been a thing. And uh, we're, uh, as long as, as long as you don't die, we're gonna yeah. keep doing it. <laughs> oh, don't worry. There's a there's a video will just in case. <laughs> After because it's not known to most people, you're one put this guy in the hospital. <laughs> well, I mean, I got that really. I mean, it freaked me out, but I was like, I'm fine. I was telling Rosa about it. Like, Pete's probably really stressed right now. I'm like. Oh no! I feel like he should be less stressed. He's not as stressed as he was the first year. Yeah, <laughs> so he got taken to the hospital. <laughs> but that was more what's it called? Like uh, stress. Well, it stress, but no. What's yeah, it, it was stress related, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, no. But what's it called? Like when you like you think you're sick, when you're not really sick. Um, like, <laughs> you're just imagining it. Yeah, you became a bit of a hypochondriac. A little bit. A little uh, bit. It was, it was like fine. I might be dying. Yeah. <laughs> I always think I'm dying, though, so I mean, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I always think I'm dying. It's fine. But uh, I'm, I'm sure some dark side, like, we're all dying anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're all slowly dying. We're all just yeah. dying at different rates. Yeah. What's my, one of my favorite memes is, was it, uh, we're just the ghosts running around in a rotting meat tank or something yeah. like that, right? <laughs> yeah, my, my, my meat is rotten <laughs> and fat. <laughs> But it's, it, it'll be cool. It'll be cool. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, you know, there's a lot of little last minute stuff to do, but it's fine. Yeah, there's there's a lot, a lot of detail work yeah. here and there. It's a yeah, people. I, I guess like you've really learned how much work goes into putting together yeah. one of these little shindigs, mm-hmm. and like it, 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 it's a lot of work for. Yeah, I mean it can be. <laughs> like, oh. I mean, you famously do like to make your life more difficult. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's like your catchphrase. I mean, I, I, I decided to do a, a comic book at the same time. Yeah. And so, you know, that was... Uh... Pete Molini, he's debuting a comic book that he he wrote. Mm-hmm. So that was... Uh... That was... A little extra work <laughs> than I expect. Right. If you're a regular viewer of the show, like two weeks ago, that's what Pete was working on when, when we had Jai mm-hmm. here instead of Pete. Yeah. 
Pete was furiously working on getting his comic book to the printer on time so it could be printed in time to debut at the East mm-hmm. LA Cape. Gordo the Flying Saucer. Yeah. The Teenage the Flying teenage Saucer. Flying, yeah. So, like, uh, if you want to get your copy, you can get it at the East LA Cape. And if you can't make it to the Cape, I'm sure there'll be copies oh, here. They'll be here. They'll be here, yeah. You can get them from Nostalgic Books and Comics in San Gabriel. But yeah, no, it's just, you know, I just, like I said, we always experiment, man. We always try to add a little you try excitement. To, <laughs> try to add a few more beats to your heart, your blood, yeah. blood pressure. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> like, what was it? Uh, like, we got lucky. Again, like, you know, lucky we, we didn't schedule it earlier. Like, so my co-writer, Miguel. Mm-hmm. He had he caught he got pneumonia last Thursday. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> is he good? He's not gonna make the show then. He says he's he'll do it. He'll be fine. He's been sleeping. Pneumonia is bad. <laughs> I had bronchitis once. No, and no, that no, was you're right. Not pneumonia, bronchitis. He had bronchitis. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he goes bronchitis. If you don't take care of that shit, that turns into pneumonia, yeah. and then you could die. Yeah. So he's had, then he had, your meat bag turns to like rot. So he he, he uh, well he's a teacher, so mm-hmm. I mean. Probably some, some well, no, we, those kids got him. We, we got scared because uh, I guess there was a, a report that he's at Cal State LA. Mm-hmm. There was a measles thing in Cal State LA. The fuck? Yeah. <laughs> you sent us there to go do a fucking comic book I didn't know. <laughs> I could have got the measles. <laughs> and so uh, when he told me he was sick, I was like, oh boy. Like, you know, this, this is not, it's not good. But apparently he's got bronchitis. and uh, Ah, bronchitis. Yeah, no, a little, little bit of uh, a steroid by pill. He'll be fine. Yeah, no, he's been, he's been medicating remember, himself and sleeping the whole time. I remember night, those so. pills. I remember yeah. those pills. Like, the warning on the side said, may cause mood swings. No, I, I was never happier because I was working at Disney at the time. I was like, listen up, motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm going to have mood swings. And even if I don't, I'm going to have mood swings on purpose because fuck you. <laughs> I said that second part of my head. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so uh, you know, little things like that pop up, you know. Your co, your co-writer. Yeah. So so then, if he can't make it, then it's your your artist Valeria Manning three booths. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but that should be fun. Because uh, yeah, we're supposed to meet up. She's a cartoon character. She can do it. Yeah, we're supposed to clone herself. We're supposed to meet up. Uh... We're, Johanna says we're gonna have his ass quarantined. Yeah. <laughs> already... Fuck that. I I had bronchitis. <laughs> Fuck that noise. Yeah, we already we even later joked about how we're gonna have him walk around with those T Rex suits, those inflatable T Rex suits, because they'll just have the air rotating. Right? <laughs> no, then no. You get a T Rex suit, and then you paint a fucking uh, luchador mask. There you go, like Gordo on it. You <laughs> put a green mask on it, and it's Gordo the teenage T Rex, the T Rex flying saucer. <laughs> There you go. There you go. His first, uh, his second arch enemy. And the the other, T-Rex flying saucer. The other idea was just to make him a straight up bubble boy and just put like a, uh, you know, like make it look like a UFO. Like, But there's no room for that. There is no room for that. Yeah. And, and, and we, we are, we, space is at a premium yeah. at this location. We 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 we, made, we created space. We 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 eliminated tables, which is lost revenue. But we wanted to n- yeah. not violate fire code like we did year one. <laughs> East LA Comic Con, we were violating several fire codes yeah, that yeah. year. Oh, like wow. Lucha Underground taking up an entire corner in a freaking line. I had to, I had to freaking like banish the line to that side area. I'm like, no, all y'all Lucha Underground motherfuckers in line off to the side here. <laughs> you volunteer, usher them over there. Ferry them. I, I think that was the yeah. word I get. Ferry them over. Yeah. Do not have them block the aisles. Do not... Because all my years... I've worked a lot of comic book conventions as a volunteer at other conventions. So I always know. Your number one rule. 
don't be a fucking fire hazard. Yeah. <laughs> fire yeah. marshal can just swing on by and say, fuck this shit. <laughs> Close it down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, we don't want that. No, we don't. That's, yeah. like, that's like, I, I, mean, I feel like I kept yelling that in year one, didn't I? I'm like, yeah. no fire hazards. Yeah. I remember, I mean, it was funny too, we had that, uh, the, was it the, what was it, was it something core, the, mm. the, the core members? Yeah. My I remember I had to go get a table at the last minute mm-hmm. and I came back in and see, I saw all these these guys in uniform, and they were teenagers. I couldn't tell right. they were teenagers. You, you, you weren't there yeah, when they showed up. Because <laughs> something always happens each morning. Like I, I fully expect you to disappear again <laughs> yeah. this Saturday morning. I'm planning. I'm like, I'm like, I'm prepared. Pete will disappear for anywhere from an hour to a half, from half an hour to an hour and a half. The morning of the show. Mm-hmm. And then I remember, I remember coming in. And seeing all these people in uniform, and I'm thinking like, oh, did we get shut down? Did we get shut down already? Like, like nah, these are the people my soul yeah. got. The, the, the youth corps or no. some sort of, they're all uniformed. We almost killed one. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> well, not we almost killed one. One, I kept telling him like, no, <laughs> take your breaks when you need to. And yeah. they, they, you know, go back inside. It's hot. It was hot. Yeah. And they're in these uniforms. I'm like, yeah. go inside. You've been outside. The-. I remember yelling at him, like, you've been outside this whole time. Get your ass inside. <laughs> Dummy, why didn't you come, just come in? Yeah. This isn't worth your life. This is a Comic Con. That was pretty fun. We had the yeah. No wonder they didn't come back last year. Yeah, no, brother. They almost killed one kid. God, (laughs) so bad. It sounds bad when you say it that way. He was fine. He was fine. He was. He was dehydrated. We we had plenty of water bottles. Yeah, he was fine. I guess we better swing by Costco at some point this week. Yeah, (laughs) in our non-break room. Yeah, I don't know where we're going to put the wall figure it out. <laughs> uh, these are problems for future Pete and Dre. Yeah. This is Saturday's problem. That's Saturday's problem. We're on Monday. We're dealing with Monday problems on Monday. Yeah. That's a Saturday problem. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I, 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 yeah. I, I'm, I'm excited. Like, yeah. Last year, like, like last week, I was like, oh my God, I'm not going to have energy. But I, I, I slept so much this weekend. There you go. And then like yeah. it's Memorial Day weekend, so I didn't have to go to work today. So I slept so much. Yeah, there you I'm go. Like, I, I was hibernating <laughs> just to gather my energy yeah. for this Saturday. I'm like, oh man, I'm going to need all my energy. <laughs> oh boy. What's like, I, don't uh, know what, I don't know what to expect. Yeah. Could be 3,000. Could be 1,000. Could be 2,000. We don't know. Right, We're going to find out. Or, you know, it could be 10,000. <laughs> you know, like... Man, if we get 10,000 people, <laughs> I'm buying right there. I will leave. I'm like, I'll be back. I'll go down. I'll, I'll go visit my brother at the HQ <laughs> at the Montebello Mall. Yo, bro, I'm going to need an employee discount. I need to buy some riot gear, motherfucker. <laughs> I got to go beat some people. <laughs> back. Back, I say with my shield. Back. Hold, nerds. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Do you guys sell mace by the gallon? <laughs> gonna be macing nerds. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be crazy. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see, man. It's yeah, uh, it's our third year. Total crap shoot. We're, we're, <laughs> we, we're gonna get over the the the, the proverbial sophomore slump. Mm-hmm. Now we're, we're we're juniors now. <laughs> juniors now. So you know, the next year will be seniors. And we do all the stupid stuff. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh boy, I, I I don't know what to expect. Yeah, eh, we'll see. I, I've been telling Rose, I'm like, I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> We never do. I mean, like, I have no idea. Yeah. I was like, all I know is like, we just show up and then we face what we face, whatever, whatever we figure happens. It out. We figure it out, man. Like a, that, 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 essentially, like, I feel like that's like my only job is just to be there, be ready to improvise. Yeah, that's fine. And it's not improv comedy. This is like real life. Like, yeah. I've had several jobs where my job has been to improvise. Yeah. 
mean, it works out. It works. It out. works out. We have. We sound like, it sounds like we have plenty of help this year. So you know, we should be good. We should be good. We should be good. <laughs> be positive. Be positive. Positive. No, I'm, I'm ready for anything. No. <laughs> I'm gonna be literally ready for almost anything. <laughs> Short of a tornado. If a tornado shows up, then all right, then, then there's nothing we can do. Yeah. That's an act of God. At that point, you know. At that point, it's like, maybe we shouldn't have a con. <laughs> <laughs> I think some higher power inside us. Stop. No, because then that way, we, then the next year, it could be like, hey, is that con the tornado hit, right? <laughs> we'll have all that press. I mean, you know. <laughs> and then people show up, like, to, to support us. Yeah, because they'll survive. Like... Whichever of us survive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there might be a might be a statue of Dre at the go. <laughs> I'm, I'm throwing your ass in the bathroom and locking the door. <laughs> you need to live, Pete. <laughs> we gotta have some, some old fridge. Yeah, no. we'll, we'll indie you. Indie, oh man, we'll nuke the fridge. <laughs> we indie your ass. Gotta make sure you survive. Like, don't worry, you're the only crazy person who can I, organize all this shit. I, I, I'm, I'll leave you a nice, you know, like, like <laughs> video. a Tony Stark style hologram. That gives you the all. <laughs> all right, everybody. This is how you do it. Yeah, this is how you do a con. This is how you do a con. <laughs> it's why they actually did that. Uh, I thought Agent of Shield came back, mm-hmm. and they've been doing that. Where, um, where Clark Gregg has been directing episodes. Okay. Which and then, uh, but this is Agent Coulson for those of you. Yeah. That know. So in the show. About a year ago, they he, killed. They Agent, killed him. Right? They killed Agent Coulson, yeah. but then there's a there's an evil Coulson. There's an evil Coulson from another universe. But they, they had this kind of cool idea how they uh, integrated old Coulson. He he, rec- he, he left a thing, and so like there's all these holograms, and it's literally like, what do you do if this happens? <laughs> what do you do if this happens? <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> Crap, we're stuck in a plot point. <laughs> plot solution. Yeah. Boop. It's like alien invasion. Click here. This is how you deal with an alien invasion. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so I'll, I'll work on that. So you know. we'll work on that. You'll, you'll record little videos. You know, save them somewhere, and then we'll have the there you go. Pete, the the, the, the Pete Malini Memorial East LA Cape 2020. Wait, I get hit with a tornado <laughs> in honor of Pete Malini. He loved comics so much he died for them. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I gotta make one of those kind of like cool Howard Stark videos, right? Like, you know, like the the Walt Disney thing, right? You still like Cape? You were my greatest creation. Right. <laughs> Clearly, because you destroyed me. Like... <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. It'll be fun. I yeah. love being morbid. <laughs> you know, if you want to make sure we don't die. Yeah. You can contribute to our Patreon. I have set up our Patreon. We have a patron. Yeah. Daniel Wong. We love you, brother. He is contributing $5 a month to the show. That is incredibly generous, and we, we, we love you for that. That, that, that $5 is literally going towards uh, paying for our SoundCloud yeah. <laughs> account. That, that's literally, I mean, so if any of you uh, want to help financially contribute to the show, you can, go, you can go to our Patreon. There's a link to it in our Facebook, uh, and you can contribute, I mean, you don't need to do, you don't, I mean, you don't have to be a baller like Daniel and do five bucks a month. You can just contribute a dollar a month and then you'll get exclusive posts. I, I put exclusive, I've been trying to make sure I put at least one exclusive post a week mm-hmm. I, because we only have the one Patreon. I did a dedicated the post to Daniel Wong. Oh, there you go. <laughs> that works. This is for our first page. I literally uh, posted up an image of, 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 of the game we're talking about, River City uh, Ransom. Oh. 
I, I found a copy of it at work, and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> for our first patron. Nice. <laughs> and I, I, there was a review. I forgot what I, I did a review of something. I did my my, my, my early uh, spoilerific review of uh, Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I posted that on our Patreon. If you want uh, exclusive content, or even more importantly, if you want to support the show financially, if, if you want to help us pay for new equipment, help us, you know, pay for all the, the costs of doing a podcast, which I've been just been doing out of pocket for the last two, two and a half years. If you want to help, if, if you enjoy the show enough to want to give us a dollar a month, your one dollar a month can help. <laughs> I will remember you. We're gonna kick off. We're gonna kick off. <laughs> I know. I can't go that long. We'll get sued by Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> your one dollar a month could help fund this podcast. <laughs> you got if if enough people contribute, this this podcast can become self sufficient, mm-hmm. and uh, then and then we can use whatever other money comes in to help buy new phone cables, mm-hmm. <laughs> new new phone charge cables. Help me get a, a better laptop. Be- buy better equipment. Uh, improve the audio sound. If you enjoy <laughs> the audio, I can I can get a USB splitter. Oh, there you go. And we can do other things. We can have multiple microphones. Uh, my old USB splitter broke. Oh. And uh, yeah, if, if we get enough Patreons, that we, that that can help us. Uh, I'm also gonna set up. I guess there's another thing you can do. Where like like I guess maybe some people don't like the idea of having uh, a, coffee. Coffee, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I got, maybe I'll set that up tonight. You know, you can buy Dre's Geek Philosophy a coffee, K O F I, You can buy us a coffee, and then mm-hmm. you can just give us a, a, a small amount right there, because uh, that that helps, especially in the, these, these coming months. We're gonna we're gonna need your help. Well, that's all I'll say for now. We're gonna need your help in the, in the coming future. But please, uh, but if you can't, uh, but if you can't support financially, you can always help us out by, you know, sharing the show. Uh, like, review, uh, you can go on iTunes, go on Stitcher, go on all those things. You can review the show. Uh, anytime you review a show or rate a show, it helps move us up in the algorithm. It shows Spotify, it shows Apple iTunes, it shows you know SoundCloud that there are people listening, and it, it'll push the, the, the suggestion of this podcast to other people. Um, if you're on Facebook, share us with your friends. Like the Facebook page, even follow the Facebook page. Uh, I'm actually going to be uh, at, at some point in the next few weeks. I'm going to be setting up a, fa- a Facebook store. I'll be, we're going to be selling video games, and that's going to also help support the podcast. Uh, we want to <laughs> trying to make this thing help pay for itself, yeah, <laughs> and help with my bills. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, because that's always good. Yeah, bills pay, paying my bills is good, and if, if this if this show can help. With that, at some point, if we eventually get, because uh, we have one sponsor, we have as always at Dusty Games. So if you want some video games, yeah, yeah, it'll be through that. We're gonna be selling some games. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we're gonna be setting up a fa- an Instagram store. We're gonna be setting up a Facebook store. We're gonna be setting up all kinds of stores to try to help <laughs> uh, the store help the show make a little bit more money. So that's that's what uh, that's it's all gonna be coming. I, I I I have to put away my my stubborn Mexican pride and be more promotional. Nah. I I don't like doing. I I hate asking people for money. I don't like doing that. But um, yeah, this show needs to start paying for itself. <laughs> so I, I we need new equipment. We need uh, we need to cover that sound. I, I I've always su- subsidized the, the the show by selling off Nintendo stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, and I'm running out of Nintendo stuff. So <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's how it goes. That's how it, it happens. It happens. It I'm happens. running out of things that I can sell from my personal collection. So. If you guys want to help keep the show rolling, and we've been going strong for a good two and a half years, I'd like to keep on going. You can help us out, either financially or just share the show. Yeah. Get it out to more people. We get more viewers. That'll help make it easier for us to get more sponsors, so on and so forth. There's various ways to support creators. I've been learning that. That's what they say in the little 
Mm-hmm. I get all these motivational emails from Patreon. <laughs> they tell you there's more. There's more than than just you know more than just money. We try to inspire your your yeah your fan base. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe in a few years we can be like the Young Bucks, and then <laughs> well I'll throw a video game convention or something, <laughs> Dracon, <laughs> and then I'll get sued. Then you get sued. It'll be awesome. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you for watching. As always, you know, you can follow me at Dre GP Podcast. You can follow Pete at East LA Cape or at Nostalgic Comics on all social media. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the Nostalgic Comics will need a space or not. It depends. Yeah. Just, yeah. just just type in Nostalgic Comics on Twitter, yeah. on Instagram, on Facebook, and it'll come up. You'll see Nostalgic yeah. Books uh, and Comics. Uh, I'll, I'll be fixing that soon. Uh, and, uh, 2020 is the 10-year anniversary of the store. Oh, really? So uh, there's something in the works. There's a little something. something. In the works? Yeah. 10-year anniversary? <laughs> is that the 10-year anniversary of you owning no, the No, no, no. Oh. No, no. No, <laughs> 10 years in total. Oh, 10 years yeah. in total of Nostalgic Books and mm-hmm. Comics. Uh, the, the, oh, wow. yeah, 2020, so, 10 year anniversary. No, there's a little something in the works. Uh, is it you do like to make your life more difficult? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's your catchphrase. <laughs> that's going to be on your tombstone. Probably. <laughs> he kept making his life more difficult. That's what Pete does. That's what I do. So, yeah. yeah. If you want to find out mm-hmm. about the 10 year anniversary, make sure you follow Nostalgia Books and Comics. Just search for that on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, all that. And also, East LA Cape. Just search East LA Cape at East LA Cape on all your social oh, medias. And the event is this Saturday, 11 a.m., mm-hmm. 7 p.m., El Gallo Plaza, 4545 Cesar Chavez Avenue in East Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. If you're in the LA area, come down. You'll see me. You'll see Pete. You'll see all our friends. You'll see a bunch of amazing creators. Yeah. I might have to improvise a panel. It's going to be fun. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Can't wait. This, this is the first time learning that I might have to improvise. Oh, no, no. I'm just, you know. I mean, uh, <laughs> there's a 30% chance. I mean, it, it was always a possibility. Right? It was always a possibility. I've had it in the back of my brain. Yeah. So, like, uh, like, Dre, you better get your 15 minutes of stand up material out. <laughs> you might have to entertain a bunch of nerds. Yeah. So, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be back on, on Facebook live again this Wednesday as usual for our, our Multiverse Comic Show. We'll be talking about comics. Mm-hmm. We might be talking about a little bit of Stan Lee because there was a little bit of Stan Lee that, news. Man, that, that, that bummed me out. Yeah, a little really bit did. of elder abuse, but that, thankfully that yeah. asshole was caught. We'll talk more about that on Wednesday yeah. night on our comic book show, and I'm sure there'll be other comic book news coming up in the future. Yeah, there's, a, there's something else I, can't, I forgot what it is. Oh, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll remember it by yeah. Wednesday, yeah. hopefully. <laughs> Yeah. I had a topic over the weekend I could not remember it until literally like five minutes before yeah. and I'm like oh well I'm just going to save it for next week yeah. just in case I was telling Rose I'm like damn it I hate like when I, when I think of a topic while I'm driving I'm like fuck I can't write yeah. it down because I'm yeah. driving my brain is just like oh that'll be a good topic to talk about no don't grab the phone <laughs> don't write it down try to remember yeah. and then my poor concussion brain no, never remembers work, right? until like something triggers it. I was flipping through Google Talks. I'm like, oh yeah, that's what I was gonna tell Pete that we we're gonna talk about on the show. Yeah. But oh, obviously, it's, it's the go home show for the East LA Cape. Yep, we gotta promote it. Promote, it's, promote, promote. It's coming. It's coming. If you're in the Los Angeles area, Saturday, come see us. Come buy some comics. Come buy some like things. Just or just come down. Just come down. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Yeah, there's wrestlers and yeah. there's gonna be yeah. If you love Glow as a kid, mm-hmm. they're gonna be there. If you love comic books, there's all kinds of comic books. Comics for kids, comics for adults. <laughs> there was a there was a guy who was really excited that uh, Hollywood was going to be mm-hmm. there, but then he said he he said she was his first crush when he was younger. Oh boy! But then he said he couldn't come because his wife 
was gonna come with him. <laughs> what? What was he gonna do? <laughs> no, it's just, I think he's just jealous. I don't know, right? I mean, as long as he doesn't do something untoward. <laughs> My God. All right. I, I, normally, we end the show around this time, but now I gotta tell a story. Okay. So, uh, one of the uh, the wizard conventions yeah. that I did, they, they, you know, they they wheeled in all the celebrities. So. Uh, we call it Callum Julie. Forgetting uh, Julie Newmar. Julie Newmar yeah. was there. She is in, at this point. She's I don't know if she's still alive, but at that point she was. Yeah, yeah. But she she's she's incredibly old. But they she had a stalker there. Oh shit! And he was creepy. This is like you cannot write this. This is like well, it was like it was like out of a show. Like he looked like the typical dude. Yeah. And like and he was like standing fifteen feet away. And she she knew it was. Who it oh, was. she knew who it was. Oh yeah, her and her publicist yeah. too is. Oh god. Ugh. Publicist! Ugh! <laughs> Worst. The publicist, like, my job, so because I've, obviously mm-hmm. I was the biggest volunteer. Yeah. <laughs> so my job was like, if he does anything, get between him. Not tackle him. I was like ready to give yeah. him the old forearm to the face. Yeah. He's a little dude. I could have. <laughs> I probably could have murdered him, but that would not be good. Manslaughter. Yeah. No, but I was like, it was so weird because like, he would just stand there like he wouldn't get in line. He just was about like whatever yeah. the, the legal distance, and he would just stand there like holding like whatever memorabilia. And he'd just be staring at her oh, like this. And I like watching him, and, then, and the public says, like, "It's him! It's him! Stop him!" I'm like, "He's not doing anything. He's just mentally masturbating to her." Was he an older dude? <laughs> no, he, like I don't know. He's probably in his like 30s or 40s. Really? I don't know. Oh, wow. Like I don't yeah. know. I, I I couldn't tell, but he just stood there Ugh. holding like whatever memorabilia, and then like and then. The the publicist had to pull me aside, like oh, like, like because because Julia like leave him alone. She kept saying leave him alone, and the publicist, oh, she just likes the attention. <laughs> like you know, so I have a similar story. It was uh, uh, I was helping out with Lion Forge comics one one year, mm-hmm. and they did this comic. And I don't remember her name, but she was this famous cosplayer, uh-huh. and she had created this character, and they made a comic out of it, whatever, right? And I was just I was just you know I was volunteering there, so they were, they were like, oh, just help keep an eye on the line, or whatever. And I remember at one point just standing there and this one dude in the line, he just caught my attention because like, he, there's something to miss with that guy. And I'm just like, what, what is this guy up to? And then he kept getting closer and closer. And then he had a box of flowers. And all that's going through my head is like, there's a gun in the flowers. <laughs> We've watched enough movies to know. That's just all there's of a big box of flowers like that that seems out of place. He's going to pull out an automatic weapon or a shotgun and kill everyone. That's all that was going on. We've watched too many movies. And I was just like, I'm like, this isn't right. This isn't cool. I'm like, I'm freaking out. But no, it was a box of flowers. (laughs) But what was even weirder Uh was the next day I went back to the show and he was, he, he, he must have gotten his own wholesale because he was, he was handing a box of flowers to a bunch of different cosplayers. Maybe he works downtown in the flower district maybe. or something. He I knows should, a guy. I just remember that was... Or maybe a pallet of freaking flowers <laughs> fell off a truck or something. I don't know. I just remember it was so weird. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> like, yo. Some people, man, that's like the, that's their, that's their thing. That's yeah. their thing, you know? Yeah. My, my thing is the, was buying comics and video games. And some people, it's buying flowers for cosplayers. No, I mean, staring at them from afar. And well, whatever works, right? Who knows what goes on in the brains of these stalkers. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Whatever works, man. Whatever, Whatever works. works. So, yeah, like you're saying, like this guy with Hollywood. I'm like, God, just yeah, just say hi. Don't do anything. I, don't, I, I, don't show up in a trench coat and show where you're dead. <laughs> I mean, like, I. <laughs> yeah, I gotta keep an eye out for trench coats, you know, especially because. You know. Oh man. Yeah. That is true. Oh my god. Oh, here's what happened. Am I gonna be in charge of security <laughs> for that? <laughs> if you see a dude in a trench coat, you're like, open it. 
<laughs> you're gonna, you might see a lot of dicks. <laughs> There's no hazard pay for this. No, 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 no. Oh my eyes! I've seen so much shriveled up dick today. Good God! You're like, nope. You get out of here, man. Nope. No. Either. If you're gonna open it for them, no. Yeah. You know what you're doing. Away. No. No. It's like yelling at a dog. No, don't show your dick. No, don't show your dick. Bad creepy man. Bad. Bad creepy. Oh, he did it. Oh, come on. But if you if you hear that in the distance, because I can be very loud. Yeah. If you hear, oh, come on, then you know, up dicks. Dicks. Shriveled up creepy dicks. I mean, but see, I mean, it's like Sam is here. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> Tribute to uh, our our executive producer Sam Zia, who would normally take us into this direction. Yeah, we accidentally went in this direction yeah, because yeah. we're gonna have women who are famous for being uh, attractive. Okay, yeah, so, yeah, and so there might be some creep. Oh my god! Yeah, you know at that five <laughs> days before the show, it did not occur to me that Mm-mm. we might <laughs> no lipstick. <laughs> That's why I'm going to marry that woman right there. See, Rosalind, I'm going to marry her. No lipstick! <laughs> Put the lipstick away, bro. <laughs> and this is the family show that you can experience yeah. every week here, Monday nights, 8 p.m., on Facebook Live, and also on any podcast app. If you listen to podcasts on Spotify, on yeah, on on. on uh, Spreaker? No, we're not on Spreaker. <laughs> no. We're on Stitcher. Stitcher. We're on uh, Apple, Podcasts Apple, Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. And SoundCloud yeah. and I'm going to post this on SoundCloud right after we finish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All this quality podcasting. <laughs> Have yourselves a good night. We'll hopefully see. I know I'm going to see my fiance there at Cape because I'm the driver there. Oh, there you go. <laughs> but hopefully we'll see a whole bunch of you at the East LA Comic Book Art mm-hmm. Pop Culture Expo. I see Daniel Wong's watching. Thank you. Awesome Patreon. Uh, Daniel Wong, if you want to be an awesome Patreon, you can be an awesome Patreon too. Uh, Patreon.com. Just search for Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. Send us money. <laughs> Help, please. Or falafels. No. <laughs> we really are channeling Sam. Thank you, Daniel I Wong. I had to do it. I had to do it. Thank you, Daniel Wong. And damn you, Sam Zia. Have a good night, everybody. Good night.